Welcome to another episode of the Tunes and Tales podcast. I'm your host, Jay. As usual, if you've been following us for a while, you've been listening or watching for multiple episodes, I want to thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for, you know, being a part of this podcast community. I appreciate it. I love y'all. If you're new, whether you're here on purpose, somebody told you to check us out, somebody, you know, recommended us, or you just end up here by accident. You're not supposed to be here, but you're here. Still welcome to the Tunes and Tales podcast. This is a podcast where every week we have guests come on and share stories or memories or moments from their life and songs that remind them of those memories or moments. Welcome. Uh, Let's get into the notes. So as usual, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram. At Tunes and Tales Pod, you will see it right below if you're watching. Or you can follow us on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. That's also Tunes and Tales Pod on Twitter. Uh, On Facebook, it is Tunes and Tales Podcasts. And if you are listening and nope, I'm wrong. If you are watching and you want to listen to the podcast, you know, on the go, going to work, doing errands, whatever you want to hear the audio version of it, you can find us on all podcast platforms. You will see them right below. You know, that's Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, all of those. If you're watching, just go ahead and hit subscribe for me, you know, help help the help the help the podcast out. We're building something here, you know what I'm saying? Just hit subscribe. Hit subscribe because you're gonna be, you're gonna come back. You know you're gonna come back. Also, if you are listening or watching and you want to share a memory or a song that reminds you of the memory, you can either you know hit us in the DMs on social media or you can email us email us at tunesandtalespod at gmail Again, right below. Um, yeah, so let us get into this week's episode. This week on the podcast, our guest is Anton Gomes. Um, he is a friend of mine with quite literally one of the funniest spring break stories I've fucking ever heard. If you watch this episode, you're going to see me just absolutely cracking up. I think it's so funny and I think it should be the plot line for another hangover movie. Um, without further ado, I don't want to give it away. So let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the episode, Anton Gomes. That third world country stuff. <laughs> How long were you there for? I was there for a week. So, I mean, all the houses were like boarded up. They had like barbed wire on them. It was crazy. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so was it it at like a resort? No, it was like, so he like rented out a house. And the house was like relatively safe. Like, it had barbed wire around everything. You know what I mean? It was just, uh, it was just crazy. Like, it had a private beach. It had a nice pool. Like, it was nice. Mm But um, but this is other shit going on. Yeah, it's just way too much shit going on. Be to feel safe. That's fucking hilarious. See, first time in Honduras. <laughs> yeah, it was my first time. Yeah, so oh, that's fire. That's fire. It was cool. Right, man, ready to get cool. into it? 
Yeah, let, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. So what is the memory and moment you would like to share on today's podcast? Yep. So the memory is um, 2017 uh, spring break in the Bahamas. Oh, uh, shit. So, <laughs> so that's the memory. Uh, mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing. I went there with my rugby team. Um, so we flew out. Uh, when we, I remember when we first got there, like we all – like it was already like a couple thousand dollars to get there or whatever. We get there and they're like, as soon as we pull up to the resort, they're like, oh, uh, you got to buy this package in order to like drink and party and whoop-de-whoop. Mind you, we're all in college. Like we're like, damn, right. we already spent everything on a flight to get here. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like, already broke, bro. Yeah, oh, like, we're already broke, bro. We're already broke. So we're like, fuck, all right, well, whatever, man. Like we're out here, fuck it. So, we all bought like the club package or whatever. So it's like all inclusive drinks. And then they give you like when you go out to the clubs in different places, um, they it's like all inclusive. Like you can drink as much as you want. So we're like, all right, fuck it. Like we're out here. We'll get that. So we all, all right. got that. And um, it was it was a nightmare after that. It was just, <laughs> just everybody. Everybody was shit faced every day. Like started at like 9 a.m., like 5 p.m. Everybody's like gone. Um, but the main, the, why I'm telling the story is because it like, so (laughs) I, um, so like the first time we went out, we went out to like a a casino and, um, I ended up like, we were shit faced, like we got shit faced early. So I ended up like doing as I do and like exploring it because we were in Atlantis. So like I'm exploring. Oh, so it's like that. It's that place you had to because I think I've, I haven't been there, but I've seen it. Because what's the mm-hmm. capital of Bahamas called? Is it Nassau? Nassau or something like that? Uh, Nassau, Nassau, yeah, yeah, Nassau, yeah. yeah. So there's like a bridge that takes you to Atlantis, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like its own little island thing. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. So we get over there and we're like, we're all fucked up. We're like, wow, like this is amazing. <laughs> like, and then we go in. Like, there's this big gold chair. Like everybody's taking pictures, and that's pretty much all I remember. Like. <laughs> uh, we, then we like I well, I remember getting a, a cigar at the casino, and then um, somehow, some way, like I I separated from the group and was like walking around. Ended on the roof. Ended up on the roof of the um, of the the Atlantis, literally of Atlantis. So like I of the hotel, like the whole hotel. Like the top of the hotel, like where nobody's supposed to be. The top of the hotel. So I'm like smoking a cigar. And mind you, you can smoke the cigar in the casino. So I'm like walking around, smoking a cigar. Next thing I know, I see like a door like open. Um, and I think people had just walked out of it. So I like I like put my foot in like, right. before it closes. Stop it. And um I slide in there and I'm like, I realize I'm on the roof and I hear the door close behind me. I'm like, oh shit! Like, oh, go shit. to open the door. The door's locked. I'm like, whoa! Like, oh, no, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the roof. So I'm on the roof. Like, I'm looking around and I'm like taking in the views. Like, it's literally beautiful. Like, so like, you're not even panicking. You're locked on the roof. No, not at this point because I didn't really fully <laughs> understand. Like, I'm thinking like people are gonna come up and down. Like, I'm thinking I'm gonna get out of it. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just looking around. I'm on my Snapchat, like, whoa, you wouldn't motherfucking believe. Like, <laughs> and um, 
then I'm like, bro, like I'm like looking at my phone and it was like four. It, no, it was like two, three in the morning. And I'm like, OK, like mm. I'm fucked up. Like, Time to I, get down. I'll be try to get home. Like, so like I'm mm. thinking like I'm looking around for like a way out. Like I go back to the door, still locked, banging on the door, nothing. I'm like, all right. Like, mind you, I'm like three, maybe three stories up. So I'm right above. So like. I'm right above like the main entrance. So in the main entrance, there's like, there's pillars. So you can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like the Roman like pillars, like how they have it in the entrance. Like it's kind of a, yeah, 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 yeah. so it's kind of like that. And um, I'm seeing like these big pillars and they go down. Like it's like a cent- a cinder pillar and it goes down into like mm-hmm. a platform, like box almost, but it's like granite or something like that. And I'm like, Hmm, like, Maybe I can like lower myself down from the top and like land on this little platform <laughs> and like I'll just hug that, like hug the pillar on the platform. And you I'll just my guy for that shit, bro. <laughs> I'll just jump down, bro. I'll be smooth, like no problem. Bro. I'm like, I'm like thinking to myself, like, yo, this is gonna work, like. So, oh my god, I'm like, fuck, bro. So, like, I'm literally, I'm like, I'm hanging from Atlantis, bro. And I'm like, looking down and I'm Yo. trying to, like, I'm trying this to, like, shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <bro>. So, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, get it perfect so I can, like, land on the little platform and then hug uh-huh. the, the pillar real quick. Right. So I can and jump slide down. down. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I let go. <laughs> One foot hits the platform. <laughs> like this, bro. So now I'm like this. Like, I'm like bracing myself. I'm about to hit the ground. Right. Coming down hot, bro. Like hot. <laughs> I hit the ground. I have my, like, yo, I got my elbows locked. Like, uh-huh. I'm not trying to hit my grill. Like, I'm like, fuck. Right, right. So right. I hit the ground. Sure enough, my head goes down. Boom, hit Boom, the, right. the pavement. My tooth, literally, and to this day, I still have this scar. My tooth went through uh-huh. my lip. Like, literally went through oh my, my lip. Hit the, hit the pavement. I'm like, oh, shit. With my tooth, I'm good. Like, uh-huh. good. I get up, and mind you, like, this is the this is the entrance. So there's, like, uh-huh. there's, like, taxis there waiting. Like, people, so people <laughs> just fucking came out of nowhere, nigga. <laughs> so everybody looks over. And I'm like, get oh up. My God. Like, yo, I, so I, I pop up real quick. Pop up real quick. Yo, Dex, hey. That's your cover my mouth. <laughs> yo. yo. Oh, my God. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. Yo, yo so the taxi comes over. Well, actually, I walked over to the taxi, and he's like, oh, like, what the fuck happened? Like, he was like, I was like, oh, like, you know, um, I was stuck on the roof, like, telling the whole story. He's like, wow, right. man, you, you're lucky to be okay. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, like, but my mouth is like, bleeding. Like, I'm literally, like, bleeding through my lip. Right. Well, he tells me, he's like, oh, just go in the ocean, like, put some salt water in your mouth, rinse it around, spit what it out, you'll be fuck? good. So I'm fucked up, like still fucked up. And I get back to the resort. And mind you, the resort, um, our room was right on the ocean. Like, so you can open up the the back patio and like just walk onto the beach. Walk right out. Right. Right, right out. So I just walked to the beach and I'm fully clothed, fully clothed. And I just 
grab some water, throw it in my mouth, like swish it around. I know that bitch thing. burn. I know that bitch burn. Like burn. <laughs> burn like a motherfucker. So I did that. Um, go back in the room and my roommate, my roommate is, oh shit, my computer's going crazy right now. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, no, you good. You go okay, good. So my roommate, like, he's like, I'm dripping wet, by the way. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. literally, there's a like puddle on the floor. He's like, yo, what the fuck happened? Like, where were you? Tell him the whole story. He's like, what? Like, it was ridiculous. But anyway, that's pretty much the end of the story. <laughs> like, back to the room. Everybody's like, everybody was like looking for me for a while, too. So. Right. I had breakfast the next day. I'm like telling everybody the story. They see the cut on my lip. They're like, at first they didn't believe it. And then I showed them the videos on my snap story. Cause I had the videos. <laughs> they were like, Oh wow. Like you really, you really did that. So yo, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, if somebody came to me and said, yo, we're about to write hangover four. I'm <laughs> telling them this shit. <laughs> Cause that shit's straight out of fucking hangover. bro. Yo, that yo. shit is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so oh my god, it was ridiculous, man. It was ridiculous. I to this day, I'm like <laughs> so fucking funny. Wow, like I really hey, thought hey. that. Hey, it, it almost worked, but <laughs> nah, not, not <laughs> hey, at least you got down, bro. You'd have been up there all night. I know. <laughs> Who I fuck knows how long? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. All right, so <laughs> you go through that whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Were you back at it the next night? Did you take the rest of the vacation off? You know what? <laughs> what um, happened after? The next night, I was back at it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was at it until I, I crashed on Thursday. Thursday was the day where everything was like, yo, like my body couldn't take it. Like everything, I, I just couldn't right. stop. I had to stop drinking. Um, Body's like, all right, I had enough. Yeah, my body was just like, like literally I was spinning all day. And I was, it was bad. So like I was like, okay, yeah. like I can't drink. Everybody else was still drinking, which was nuts. But uh, yeah, Thursday was the day where I clocked out. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, you just fell from a fucking roof. It made sense. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the thing sense. is, the the drinking kind of helped me not think about it, and not because I was hurting, man. Like, yeah, I was hurting a couple of days, so I was like, you know, let me goddamn let, let me enjoy this little trip. <laughs> okay, yo, I've never fucking laughed so hard. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> let's um let's switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I know you do rugby and yep. you've been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. kind of because rugby is not a it's not a um you know it's not a top sport or in, in terms of popularity, right? Uh, very interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into rugby and find your love for rugby? Yeah, um, so I started in in college. So I had a buddy that I went to high school with who who had gone to the same school. UMass Dartmouth, and he was a couple years older than me, and um, I had kind of looked up to him in a lot of different ways, still do, and he uh, he introduced me to the club, and he was like, yo, like, you should come out and play, and I was like, you know what, like, I don't really know, I kind of just want to feel things out, I don't want to commit to anything, and um, I went to a couple practices, and I was like, this is fucking nuts, like, there's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't go to the games. I actually went to the pra- No, I went to the game, not the practices at first. I went to the games. I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. There's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> then uh, I had another friend come up to me and he was saying the same shit. He was like, yo, come out to the practice. You see what it's like. Whoop-de-whoop. So I go to one practice and I'm like, after the practice, 
I just felt like I felt the camaraderie. I felt like I loved being on a team again. And I was just like, damn, like it felt good, but I still don't know. Don't know. Right. Right. Um, so I still took like that. That was my freshman year. I went to one practice and then my sophomore year, um, they were still trying to get me to come and, and practice. So uh, I missed like the first one or two games, I think. And then on the like third week, I started practicing with them. And then from there, it was just like, you know, it was I, I never stopped I was in love with it. Yeah, it was in, I was in love with it. And it was it was mainly because of the guy, the, the guys on the team. And then also like the sport itself, like you could just be very creative with what you're trying to do. Everybody touches the ball, you know, um, everybody's involved. It's just like it, it was it was a lot of fun. So. Um, okay. So did you while yeah. playing it, especially when you just got into it, was there any fear of like, <coughs> so, sorry, so, you know, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, it's just from an ignorant standpoint, it's just football without pads and helmet, right? right? So was there any fear playing like, yo, I'm about to get knocked the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, there was fear. There was fear. But at the same time, like, I had played sports going, like, I played football. I played a lot of different sports. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew how to, like, protect myself in a way. Like, I had just, like, naturally kind of know, even, like, skateboarding, like, you know when to bail, you know when to fall, like, in, mm-hmm. in order to not hurt yourself the most. And like, <clears throat> so I would, I would kind of do that. I would play like that. Like if I, if I knew somebody big was coming in, like maybe I'd like, I'd go down a certain way. So I, I know like, they're not going to like fuck me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking kill you. Like, right? Yeah. And then as I would gauge that more and more, I was like, okay, like this guy is not like, no one's wearing pads. So he's still going to gauge how he's coming at me. You know what I mean? So you could play with that even more. So it was like, you know, as soon as he maybe he might start to slow down and I he might think that I'm going to come in at him and then I go the other way. You know what I mean? Or so, so I was just playing around with that a lot in order to kind of find that the like the perfect flow, because obviously you're not wearing pads. So, you, you know, everything hit like everything you hit. Whenever you hit somebody, you're going to feel it. They're going to yeah, feel yeah. it. So, right. You feel the whole you thing feel, like you feel everything. So it's just like, OK, like how can I how can I manage that in order to like stay effective and, and still um be a weapon out there so it was just gotcha. really yeah kind of finding out exactly like how hard i want to go every every play <laughs> right um, you know so yeah that's, all right that's so you good. said you said um you, you played football before mm-hmm. in high school would you say as somebody who's played both which one do you say is safer quote unquote safer i would say rugby safer um for one, with I feel rugby, like that too. <clears throat> yeah, with rugby because with football you have the pads, so you think you're invincible. So you you throw your body at people, you hit them in really unsafe ways. Um, and rugby, you can't high tackle, so you can't tackle someone around the neck. You can only tackle mm-hmm. them around the waist, the waist, and you have to wrap them up and take them to the ground. You can't just hit them. You know what I mean? Right. You can't just <clears throat> drive yourself into them. Exactly. So it's more controlled. And that's why I think it was safer. Um, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any dreams of going pro? There were. There were, yeah. Like, so, um, actually, before I left Boston, that's that was, like, my whole thing. Like, I definitely wanted to go pro. Um, I, I was training for it, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. it was just <clears throat> that, like, my last season, I felt like I gave so much. And uh, 
like it, it just like what I don't think the coaches really appreciated it. And at the time I was just like, you know what, I'm I didn't like what I was doing at work. And I just mm-hmm. felt like, yo, I can't go another year, like not not really being where I'm at and and mm-hmm. still not like enjoying what I'm doing for work. Because uh, right, rugby right, was right. like two to three out of th- two to three days out of the week. Work was every day. And so like I would try to manage that <clears throat> like by like training and doing things like that outside of work that I like. But it, it just I, I wanted it just wasn't aligning. Yeah, right. it wasn't aligning. I, I wanted to go and chase something because I could go and play rugby, but still only make like forty, fifty thousand dollars most at that time. I, I know guys are getting deals and all sorts of things, but still it's it's probably around the same amount. So um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to chase that, get hurt, and then be broke. You know what I mean? So, Right, right, right. That, no, it makes that was, sense. Yeah. All right. So you yeah. mentioned um, before you left Boston. I mean, I know, but for the podcast sake, mm-hmm. where did you move to? Uh, so I moved to Los Boston. Angeles. So now I'm in. And like, how was that? Moving to that fucking crackpot. So, yeah, man, it was crazy. So, like. <laughs> When I first got here, I was like, I had no idea what it was going to be like, man. I'm like, yeah, um, let me just see see what it is. So <clears throat> when I first get out here, I'm like living in a shared mansion with like a shared what? A shared mansion. A shared. Yeah, wait, wait, time. What the fuck is a shared mansion? <laughs> I should just tell you. I've never heard that shit. Yeah. So, shit, so we get to the shared mansion and um, it's basically like you, you ever watch Real World? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a whole bunch of people. oh, like some big brother shit. <laughs> yeah, like in almost a house. like so. It's like literally like nineteen people living in the same house. It's a mansion. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was fucking. Crazy. How does that work? So, but like a lot. So the name of the place was called Mansion Mates, but one of the homies that was living there, he he, he renamed it to Project Mates because because yo, like we are living in a mansion, but there was uh-huh. so much drama and so much like. It, for one, it wasn't always clean. It was like you know a lot of different bullshit. So, um, yeah. And it, sorry, hold on. Before you go, before you uh, continue, was it what's the age group? Was it like a certain requirement, like age restriction? Uh, it was so like, like twenty to whatever like, year olds, or like just... twenty. Well, they had like nineteen. Actually, at one point, I think they had no. I think it was like nineteen to like I'd say twenty-seven ish. Oh yeah, so, so that's it was like a kind recipe of a, for <clears> like a decent chaos. you know uh, gap there, but. Um, oh, yeah, just froze. So, and it, it it was shared rooms too. So like, um, you would they were like bunk beds. They're like two to three bunk beds in each room. So it was like, what the fuck? Like we all thinking we we're gonna get a, a room. It's like nah, like right. And we were paying like nine hundred dollars a month to live there. So it was it was like a lot of money for not like I mean it was nice because we had the pool and we had a mansion, but um. It was obviously shared between so many people. It was like, what the hell? So there had to be yeah. conflict. What was the conflict or conflict resolution like in that? Was it like a fucking council? Like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh. Well, it was actually. So, like, oh, we would, like, I was joking, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so they would bring it up to, um, <clears throat> to like, the, the manager. His name was Art. So they'd bring it up to him. And... Most of the time before they would bring it up to him, like we would talk about it because there was a, there was an assistant manager. His name was Topher. And like everybody was like kind of really good friends with Topher. So we would kind of have a sit down, talk about it, figure out if we can have a, like a resolution amongst ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, and go from there. So it was like 
yeah, it, and that's there was like a lot of drama, and that's kind of how we solved a lot of it, <clears throat> squashed a lot of bullshit. But also, like, uh-huh. there's certain things that happen, like you couldn't really squash. Like, it has to be, like, it had Fight. to be talked about <laughs> and 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 let out of the group. So, right, um, yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's how the conflict resolution, yeah, happens. Jesus. Uh, All right. So, mansion aside, <laughs> what was it like moving to LA? Because like, the LA we the LA at least in my my eyes the LA people speak of now is like fucking either famous people or homeless people yep. or like fucking you know the yep. the bright light side of it or the yep. fucking the low down it's it's <laughs> night and day I mean it was night and day because for one it's so different from Boston like. I mean, when I first got here, I'm, I'm I would go to Hollywood. I'm like, this is Hollywood. Like, there's shit on the. What does it look like? It, like, it, it's obviously the Hollywood stars and everything, but they're not. It's not clean. Mm-hmm. There's homeless people everywhere. It smells like piss sometimes. Um, <clears throat> it, it just didn't seem like the Hollywood that I had in my head. You know, I didn't think it was right. Like, right, shit you see like, on TV. Yeah, exactly. And also, like when I first got there, motherfuckers are coming around. They're asking me, "Yo, like, what's your Instagram? How many, how many, um, how many followers you have?" Like, I'm like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this, bro? Like, are you serious?" Like, and they're dead serious. Like, that's how they. That's what they care about. Yeah. Like, yeah. So no, that is real. Like, people really do chase clout, and um, I I found that out quick. So, so no, yeah. that's really interesting. So if it's a thing mm-hmm. like. You don't have enough followers. They have a waste of time. Like, networking. yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll look at you. They'll probably follow you, but okay, like, on to the next, like, and unfollow you fifteen minutes later. Like, so <clears throat> it was just really wow. superficial in that way. Like, that's not everybody, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people that do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then going downtown LA and seeing that, it was just like, cause I moved downtown LA thinking downtown LA like we in LA like no <laughs> no bro like no it's it's pretty skid rowish like it's skid row right there so um it, it's crazy man it's crazy and then so the, how how do yeah. you adapt to living there in downtown LA just knowing the the, the stuff going on around you yeah. from a safety standpoint or I don't know if you have a car or had possession how yeah. do you protect your shit yeah. and yourself you yeah know what I mean? um so i have a truck now but originally when i moved down there i didn't i was <clears throat> i was walking um so i i actually saved up enough money to like get a handgun i have a handgun like so because mm-hmm. it's just there's mm-hmm. so much shit going on like dude like people it is just you can't make it up like if you ever play gta like it's it's, <laughs> it's like, fucking gta and, but like it's times 10 because it's like there's so many goddamn homeless people and they're just they're they're like the walking dead and like mm. you never really tell what they're gonna do but i mean at the same time you can like you can gauge them you can talk to them you can give them food and do things like that but some of them like the mental mental illness is nuts it's it's crazy um, there was dudes like okay. literally playing with their feces in the street and doing like oh, weird get the things. Fuck like, out of here! Yeah, dog. one thing I I remember walking down the street, the dude's got a uh, a needle in his arm. He's passed out with the needle still in his arm, like right in front of CVS. She like just used it type shit. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's gnarly. Oh, it gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you ever um, <laughs> you ever consider getting the fuck out of LA? <laughs> uh, I have. I heard, I heard 
I heard Texas looks great. <laughs> no, I have, I have, but I, I just love it. I love it so much too, man. Because this is this never a dull moment. There's so much to do. Like beautiful weather. It gets cool at night. Like so, I still love it. Um, and I'm on the west side now. I'm not still downtown. So I'm like when you're in different neighborhoods in LA, it's a completely different vibe. There's still homelessness over here, but it's not like downtown LA. And you're not too far from the beach. Like I'm like ten minutes from the beach. I can ride my bike to the beach. Like it's mm-hmm. smooth, you know. So I, it's hard to trade at the same time. <laughs> nah, nah, I feel it. I understand. I mean, I yeah. would never move to LA, but teachers on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Just you. Fuck I feel that. You. It's not. It's really oh, not for man. everybody. It's a great it experience, really though. It is a great experience. I would say come visit, but uh-huh. yeah, um, moving here is different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, cool. So, um, do you ready ready to jump into your song? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll get right back to it. So my name's Anton Gomes, um, and my song is "I'm So Groovy" by Future. <laughs> Essentially, what I ask, what I ask all my guests is, why that song? Yes. So that song, because when I when I got to Atlantis, like that, that was the song I was listening to. That was like my pump up song with rugby. So like, um, like that was like when I got there, like that was all I was listening to. I'm I'm on the beach. There's beautiful women everywhere. Like I'm like, yeah, that I'm so groovy. I got power. Like, <laughs> that was my shit. So like, I'm just running it back, and then. Um, and then even after like the whole incident, like you know, I call it scaling Atlantis. 
Um, <laughs> even after that, like I was just that, that was like my my pump up to get me back going uh, because I was hurting for a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> So you just get up, bump some. I'm so groovy. Like, I got this. <laughs> Let's get, get through know, the day. Nope. That was getting me through it, man. Shout out to Future, bro. The GOAT. Fucking <laughs> alert. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm so groovy, my future. Mm-hmm. Are there any other songs that, I mean, that you go to for getting pumped up? Or is um, this just that song? I think they were Invincible was another one. I think that's by Future too. Um, but those, I think those are the two songs. Like I was just like those. Like I had on those. the whole time. Yeah, like, <laughs> because I mean, yo, and actually, Little John was there, so I didn't have to play my music. Little John was there, freaking getting t- like, bro, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Little John uh-huh. was DJing on the beach, telling people like he was like, because girls were getting. Oh wait, at Atlantis. Yeah, at Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, Little John was there. Actually, somebody tried to uh, propose at the. I think they did propose at the at Little John concert. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did that go? <laughs> I, I I just remember there was I was so fucked up because I I got in this tent and they had a whole bunch of um a whole bunch of handles like a whole bunch of vodka and I was just pouring my. Mm-hmm. On drinks, but um, <laughs> yeah, shots, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the guy got on the stage, and he literally—I think I, yeah, he. From my, what I remember, he got on one knee and, and proposed. I don't remember what she said. I think she said yes, but I don't think it was actually, you know, yeah. I think I she, hope said she said yes, yes in the bro. moment. Um, yeah. unfortunately, but yeah, it was it was a great time. Little John was—he was like, oh, if you get on, if the girls get on your shoulder, like they got to show their titties, like so. <laughs> like had had him, him he had him rocking man <laughs> <laughs> all right so would you say i mean you know what i'm even gonna i'm gonna name this podcast episode scaling atlantis <laughs> would you say scaling atlantis is by far the funniest partying or spring break moment you've had it was a it was a game changer in in times like in and what I thought were parties nah this was different this was completely different levels so, <laughs> it's another level yeah I yeah. mean you got to really come prepared now they got the liquid IVs they didn't have those when I was back <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what, what I mean they so, have liquid IVs now well yeah they got the liquid IV it's like the little um it's like in a pack oh, packing corn in water, water right yeah, right right that yeah. and then uh well we were drinking the Pedialyte so thankfully we got those but uh still. <laughs> You definitely gotta. You definitely gotta prepare, man. <laughs> it was, you know, you'd be down and out for the great. whole week. A hundred percent. Muscle spasms and everything. All that. All that. So muscle spasm and everything. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. So we're towards the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to do towards the end is I would like to play this game called On the Spot. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, On the Spot is where I ask you three different scenarios. And you have to give me a song that goes along with those scenarios. Mm. Uh, songs off the top of your head. Hence, okay. on the spot. You know what I mean? You can't think about it too hard. Got it. All right. So let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. First one. Sunny day on the beach. Slightly stupid. Um, what is that called? Uh, rising the sun. Sun rising. Something like that. Uh, closer to the sun. Closer to the sun. Is that the name of the song? Uh, closer to the sun by Slightly Stupid. By slightly stupid guy. Yeah. Never heard that. <laughs> um, woke up and your car got broken into. 
Feds is watching. Feds <laughs> 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 is watching. <laughs> Say no more, fam. <laughs> All right, last one. Um, in the locker room before a rugby match, before the sorry, in the locker room before the rugby World Cup final. Ooh, tea time. By who? Uh, isn't that by Drake? Tea time. time by Drake. Never heard. Of it. I mean, uh, it might be right. Shit, I think tea time by Drake. By Drake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll find out. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, my guy. That's really it. Um, the camera is yours. Anything you want to say to the people before we wrap this up? Yeah. Um, I just want to say, man, like, thank you for having me on. Uh, for one, I remember back when we were working in Boston, like we had ta- uh-huh. we talked about doing a podcast and I like to yeah. be in it, to see it manifest is dope, like really dope. Yeah. So, yeah. um, nah, just thankful for be here and hopefully uh, I can, I can jump on again, you know, in the future. So. Oh, hundred percent. You, let me tell you something. You keep, you keep climbing fucking casinos. Yeah. I got you, bro. <laughs> Say less. More stories to come. More stories to come. I'll break down Honduras one day too, so we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but all, no, all jokes aside, bro. I got we um, next season because mm-hmm. you know this is first season of podcast. Next season, I definitely want to come to LA and do an episode in person. Yes, 100%. yes, please, hundred percent, hundred percent. Just so that's gonna happen anytime, bro. Anytime, just hit me up. Be in the town. Show you up. up. Yes, sir. definitely staying though because you didn't fucking crackheads <laughs> out there, bro. Now I'm good. no, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, man, they kind of keep their distance, and on the west side, it's not too bad. So, downtown, right, right. I'll bring you downtown. You'll see downtown. It's different, uh-huh. different world. It's crazy west out there. Side, yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. All right, bet. All right, my guy. It was good talking <laughs> to you. Right,